The desperate screams of children and thick black smoke fill the air as dozens of onlookers stare in horror. The old orphanage is soon reduced to a pile of glowing embers that slowly extinguish. Were the souls of the children extinguished with them, or do they cry out from beyond the grave? Today, here on Mystery Archives, we explore this nightmarish tragedy and tell the untold story of Gore Orphanage. was 1902, and a religious zealot named Reverend Johann Sprunger decided to establish an orphanage on Gore Road in the Vermilion area. He and his wife Katharina had moved to Ohio after their prior orphanage had burned down in Burn, Indiana. Although it was located on Gore Road, the actual name of the orphanage was Light of Hope, although its name would not fit its future reputation. The new orphanage consisted of four sets of farm buildings, covering a total of 543 acres. A magnificent Greek-style mansion now sat abandoned on the property as well, and it too had a strange and tragic backstory. Originally built by a man named Joseph Swift in the 19th century, it housed elaborate furnishings, ornate woodwork, and marble columns. But happiness soon turned to tragedy when Swift's five-year-old daughter suddenly passed away, and within a matter of months, his 24-year-old son would also pass. Shortly after both of these terrible happenings, the Swift family investments began to dry up, forcing Joseph to sell his one-stream home to a man named Nicholas Wilbur, who was a renowned spiritualist. Mysterious rituals and seances were said to have been conducted regularly in the secluded mansion, conjuring up the spirits of deceased children. The spirits were said to inhabit a particular room within the mansion itself, and that Wilbur's own children were psychic and could communicate with them on a regular basis. Tragedy would also befall Wilbur as well. Four of his grandchildren would die at the mansion during a diphtheria epidemic. The mansion was then abandoned in 1901, roughly one year prior to Sprunger purchasing the land. Sprunger did not, however, try to use this mansion as part of his orphanage. He decided to utilize it as part of a self-sustaining religious community instead. It housed a small chapel and a printing press, proudly stamping Bibles and other religious texts printed there with light of hope. The orphanage grew to be quite large population-wise. It housed over 100 children at any given time. Boys lived at a farm called the Hughes Farm, while the girls lived at the Howard Farm. But rumors of darkness and despair would begin to plague light of hope. Orphans frequently ran away from the home, often wading through the Vermilion River, to escape. 
and many children soon told horrific stories of abuse, neglect, and slave labor. They described their diet consisting of calves' lungs, hogheads, and sick cattle, if they were fed at all. Their food was also often cooked in the same pots that were used for boiling undergarments. And the allegations didn't stop here. They would go on to describe rat-infested quarters where the children lived, and how the rats would often bite children as they tried to sleep. The children also only had one tub per farm to bathe in, and they could only bathe every two weeks, and had to use the same water as the other children. Sprunger would also apparently rent the children out to neighboring farms as laborers for a price, and would beat the children with a thick leather strap if any of them dared to step out of line. Illness was apparently only treated via prayer, and the children didn't receive a proper education as they were meant to. In 1909, a formal investigation was conducted by the state of Ohio, but because there were no laws on the books at the time, they failed to be able to do anything about the situation. The Sprungers would ultimately admit to many of the allegations that were lobbied against them. The fate of Light of Hope would soon come to fruition, however. Mr. Sprunger died just two years after the conclusion of the investigation, leading to the closure of the orphanage in 1916, after years of financial troubles. The children would be dispersed throughout the local community and or returned to any relatives that would take them. But unlike the infamous legend, there is actually no evidence of the orphanage burning down whatsoever, but there is an eerily similar event that happened about 40 miles away from where Light of Hope is located. Shortly before the orphanage investigation in 1908, a disaster took place in the town of Collinwood. The school mysteriously caught fire and caused the deaths of 176 students and four adults. These poor souls either burned to death or were trampled in the ensuing chaos. According to witnesses, the children attempted to exit the building through the main stairwell, but it was already blocked by flames. The majority then tried to make their way to the rear exit of the school, but it was unfortunately locked. Crammed together with little to no room to move, the fire swept from hallway to hallway consuming all in its path. The cries of the children disturbed desperate parents and onlookers who could do nothing to save them. After the tragedy, the school's janitor would be accused of setting the blaze, but was later proven innocent. He himself lost four children in the fire and was terribly burned trying to rescue one. And for a time, he was detained by the police in protective custody to keep the residents from lynching him. This terrible and very real event is what more than likely inspired the tall tales of Gore Orphanage. Perhaps the details were mixed up or interwoven for one reason or another. It could be that after the fire, many families from Collinwood moved away, many of them to where Light of Hope was located at the time. The fire itself brought an end to the town of Collinwood leading to its annexation into Cleveland just two years after the tragedy 
Although Gore Orphanage, or Light of Hope, also shared a dark past, it would also experience a fire, but one much different than the legend. After its abandonment, it quickly became a dwelling ground for teenagers and troublemakers. The Swift Mansion soon became covered in graffiti and would be burned down in 1923, more than likely by the same culprits. And this is what remains of the site today. And although there is no evidence of anyone passing away during the days of Light of Hope Orphanage, there certainly is a dark past and multiple deaths that have taken place upon the land. The dark rituals and seances conducted within the Swift Mansion in and of itself could have conjured something into this world that shouldn't be here. And since its abandonment, a lot of paranormal activity has been reported in or around the site. Apparitions disembodied voices, balls of light, screams, and ghostly handprints are just some of the strange paranormal activity that has been reported on Gore Orphanage Road. And whatever the case may be, whether the stories are true or false, one can say with certainty that given the dark events of the land that we're aware of, it's not surprising that this legend continues to live on today and that Gore Orphanage has earned its spot in history as Ohio's most haunted destination. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed the video, please give it a like, and have you experienced Gore Orphanage for yourself? Leave a comment telling us your story or your thoughts on the topic below. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel to help us continue to grow. And until next time, this has been Cody here at Mystery Archives. Stay safe out there, and take care.